Hello and welcome back to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African, for African entrepreneurs. Uh, my name is Gérard Lamy, Serial Entrepreneurs, and your host for today. To continue into our series of hosting the startups that are part of the cohort of this edition of Angel Fair Africa, I am very happy to host Emma Dadson from uh, the audiobook company Books Audio. Emma will tell us a little bit more about herself, uh, her journey as an entrepreneur so far, and also tell us more about her startup and her project. Emma, welcome on board. Thank you. Hi. How are you doing? Uh, I, I'm doing very well. Um, sweltering hot in Accra right now, uh-huh. but uh, we're good. Yes. Thank you. Amazing. Amma, we're very happy to have you, to have you with us, to, for you to be able to tell to the world a little bit more about uh, Akubuk's audio, which, if I am not mistaken, the first of its kind in Ghana. That's right. So, yes, um, Akubuk's audio is the first um, Ghanaian audiobook publisher. Uh, the name Arco Books is actually um, a tree local name for parrot. Um, Arco means parrot in Ghana, in the Ghanaian language called tree. And so literally, it's like talking books. Um, <laughs> the seeds, my mother gave that name to the company actually, and she really is the inspiration um, and the seeds behind my business because. My mother is a writer, a children's book writer, but um, she lost her sight uh, about 12 years ago now. And so for her, when the printed word became inaccessible and we were, um, audiobooks became her life and she couldn't find African audiobooks, that's sort of how the idea started. So in initial, initially as a sort of service for the blind and visually impaired, to get them great African audiobooks. Wow, that's amazing. And how is that going today? Like, well, how, um, tell us a little bit more about uh, yeah. where you oh. stand in the, in the development of, the, of your startup. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, initially it started because I was trying to find a way to get my mom um, access to African audiobooks. She had a floor to ceiling shelf of, um, Books on tape, it was out in those days. And then, of course, audiobooks um, developed to DVDs. Do you remember when they had all those uh, Walkmans or whatever, the Sony uh, DVD players? And then, of course, now everything is streaming audio. My mom listens to um, audiobooks on an Alexa speaker at home. And so, um, you know, with the developments in technology and making it more easy to get access to books, my, my company has evolved from just doing it as a service for blind people to um, mainstream. Um, so I work with um, publishers in Africa who have been a little bit slow to adopt digital, actually, as a means of distribution. Many African publishers are still stuck in the print uh, physical world, which, of course, has its limitation of distribution. However, with Africans being one of the you know, fastest growing continents and users of mobile phones, and almost everybody has one, 
um, an audio, um, using them to get their information, I'm, I'm looking at how we can channel people and get them to read more on their mobile phones. So I work with the publishers and I will also work with um, actors in the theater, mostly voice actors from the theater, some from film, to do the narrations and the productions and then we upload them to a platform which is available on the internet. It's also available on uh, Google Play Store and Apple and um, our listeners can listen to books. So we've grown from our first book, which was an anthology of short stories, to we have over 200 books in our catalog right now across all genres, uh, mostly in English, but we are looking at how we can do more African language uh, audiobooks as well. Wow, so you are also looking into tapping into this wide variety of uh, languages that are available, that are sp spoken across Africa. Absolutely. In Africa, wow. I mean, we have a vast number of, you know, languages. We, we are come from an oral culture. We have a lot of indigenous knowledge that's kind of locked away from people who can't read. And so we want, for me, the whole idea is to free up reading and um, access to knowledge through listening to audio. And, you know, even with the new developments in audio, like Clubhouse, Twitter has Twitter spaces. I think Facebook has a space for audio. Um, it's, it's an interesting medium. And I think African has a, a, you know, we have a huge potential to be part of that creative digital uh, economy and space. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, I really look forward to to be able to 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 explore all of those languages that uh, this richness of 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 culture that you will be able to 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 share to the world. Uh, yes. From Africa, that's amazing. Great job, Ama. Mm -hmm. That's my vision. You know, we we to have this Pan African platform streaming in many languages. Um, you know, with some of the challenges are most of our publishing languages are the, our colonial languages of English, French, Portuguese, you know. So the, yeah. um, publishing in indigenous languages is still new, but um, whatever we have, I'm, I'm ready to work with and incorporate it. So I'm actually, I would say 90% of my collection is in English and French, but I'm moving towards more local language content. Amazing. And speaking about challenges, uh, Ama, uh, what, are, what are the challenges you've encountered so far on your journey? The challenges? Okay, so, so many things. Uh, you know, uh, entrepreneur's journey is not easy, but I think number one, the publishers. So because, um, making audiobooks is expensive. You've got to hire a narrator, you've got to hire a studio, you have to have a sound engineer, and we have to maintain a platform as well. Um, costs are a little bit pricey, and we have to convince the publishers that it's worth it to um, make their book into a digital audiobook and um, put it on our platform. I keep telling publishers that it's a bit of the chicken and egg. They have to grow the market, help grow the audio or the digital reading market. 
They have to put books out there, their titles out there so that people can get them. Um, and then that in turn will stimulate when people want to come and look for a book, they, they find more books. So it's almost like um, the publishers have a big role to play in actually supporting and promoting a digital platform. Um, in Africa, of course, we have um, cost issues. Streaming platforms mean data and data can be pricey for a lot of people. Um, and so people are juggling. They know the value of reading, you know, uh, conceptually, they're aware of the value of importance of reading, but when reading has to compete with, you know, costs of maybe music streaming or video streaming or other things that they're used to doing for their entertainment, then it becomes a challenge. So how do we get our customers to um, devote more time to reading? I'm talking to the telco, the mobile telco operators to help with that you know, reward customers to see digital, just literacy as a big, uh, an important part of their CSR and to reward customers for um, listening. So partnering with telcos to help working through the, you know, the data issues and the affordability. But other than that, I think it's, um, the, the books have been really well received, especially the local language ones as well. And so it's a, a question of promoting, marketing, getting the word out there and just expanding. I think I'm juggling two business models. I have a platform and I'm a publisher. Uh -huh. That's a bit of a challenge, two different things. But because uh, the reason why I had to do both was um, I originally started by putting my audiobooks on an American platform, but that didn't support mobile money which a lot of Africans do use, and it didn't support some of the payment options that are used in Africa. Plus, those books were getting lost in the hundreds and thousands of titles that were you know, already on those platforms. I want my platform to be a niche, dedicated, you know where to find wonderful Black African you know, audio literature, literature. I love that. In mm -hmm. fact, actually, I, I, I have a following question that maybe that question has been partly answered here. Like, um, we have the world-known Audible and all the others, okay? Like, what sets you apart? Why would I be thinking of, why would you be top of my mind when I'm looking for audiobooks instead of going to the traditional ones? Basically, what is your unique value proposition? Right, yes. And I think, as you said it, we are focused entirely on African uh, literature, African audio products. Um, we're looking also at um, diaspora, um, Africans in the diaspora. You know, uh, we have a huge relationship with Africans all over the world. So it's a niche pro, um, pro, pro platform for audiobooks from African literature. We have a focus on African languages also. We want to make the platform have as many um, African languages as possible. Uh, we are convenient in the sense that we have um, payment options, flexible payment options, affordable payment options that work with the um, African pocket. Uh, Audible is still very expensive. And you know, the, even the minimum fee of 
$9.95, I think a month for one book is still really out of the, you know, the means of a lot of um, African listeners. So totally. we want to, yeah, we want to make a more affordable option and then also fun. Those, those Audible products, yes, they have Africans who have published in the West, but often they use narrators who are either American or European. And so they can't really give context to our stories. You know, the pronunciations, yeah. the words, the names, you know, they don't Take, make Takes out the essence, no? Take out exactly. the essence of the author. Authenticity. And it's so funny, in the audiobook world, there is the American. Americans love listening to the American narrators. They only want American narrators. Europeans love to listen to European narrators. So the same book can be done in two different um, jurisdictions, American narrated and European voice. And I'm saying we want to do the same thing. We want to hear our own voices, our own accents, our own um, people reading about and telling stories about us. So we want to do the African voices as well. That's amazing. Tell us, Amma, have you encountered so far any, any failure or any, yeah, any failure throughout your, your process with? Uh, yes, so yeah. I think we all have failures. Uh, as I said, it's a challenge for me to sort of have a platform and, um, and a content publishing unit. So it's a little bit stressful juggling those two things. I have to have so essentially I have an IT team managing the platform and then also content. So I'm now trying to figure out which one should I sort of pay, give more attention to and grow because it's just difficult to have those two. Um, I've had some projects, audio projects that um, in the beginning when I, I was starting and um, I didn't even realize it, a lot of people, I thought it was easy to get voice narrators. And I thought, oh, if I get them from broadcasting or from, you know, voice actors who do jingles, it would be easy. But, but narrating is actually a craft and storytelling. So I used a lot of money at the beginning, um, wasting time on the studio, getting the you know, storytellers to do it right. So right now what I'm doing is audio um, narration workshops so that you know, we work with the talent. We want to grow the talent um, for, for voice uh, narration. Uh, in between a lot of the gigs that, that, that the actors have, I don't know, in Ghana especially, in many parts of um, West Africa, the cultural arts aren't that well-funded. So actors don't make that much money, even the big name ones. So this is a new revenue stream for them as well. And so they're excited about it. We want to grow the craft so that they can really be top-notch narrators and, you know, send their stories out to the whole world. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the, the doing, rushing out and doing a platform and a publishing unit at the same time was a bit of a challenge. And um, uh, I would probably, if I was doing it again, would just focus on one, you know. Uh -huh. But um, the need to have a pan-African platform of our own, for me, was really, you know, important. So that's, that's what I did. Yeah, and we wish you all the success in that. Like, I really Thank look forward to be able to, 
to say, hey, you know what? When these guys had 200 books, I, I hosted her on Entrepreneurs Talk Africa and we talked about it and, and now look at them. <laughs> That's right, the audible of Africa, of exactly. the world. Exactly, yeah. bringing to the world all the richness, the cultural richness of, of African literature. Yes. Yeah. We are also fascinated by um, the voice and um, what's going on in the world of uh, AI and voice, um, natural voice processing. You know, all these uh, voice assistants, Alexas and Siri's. We're looking at already doing a little bit of research into how we can um, create uh, voice assistants in our own, again, either speaking African um, English voices and accents or in African languages. Um, and because my mother, for example, she struggles with Alexa, getting Alexa to understand her and um, the, the demands that she, she makes. You know, when she asks Alexa about African writers or some of the books, I don't know that, I don't know that. And, so, you know, I think there's a lot more work to be done in the SEO part of it. And we, we laugh. We often have a lot of fun. I have to come and stand and speak in a British accent or an American accent before Alexa gets me or Google Home Assistant. And so we want to develop, use all this data of voices to create um, like a, an online librarian system that would help you to navigate African writers. Our platform is about discoverability. You want to know who's writing crime fiction in Cameroon or who's uh -huh. writing, um, you know, romance from Kenya or who are the top YA writers in, um, uh, you know, Nigeria. That, that information is hard to come by, but we want to, you know, gradually make this platform the one where you can go and discover whatever you want to about African writers. Yeah, that's... That's, that sounds, um, I think you have a great project ahead and a lot of vision for, for, for what you, you want to achieve with that, with that project that you have at hand. And that's mm. beautiful. Mm. I would like to ask you though, if you have defined success for Akubuk's audio, what would that success look like? So, I think we, 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 our aim is to be the largest African audio digital library promoting audio literacy in English, French, and African languages. We want to um, really address this barrier of access to text that is affecting the literacy rates in our continent. And so um, giving people access to books you know, reigniting um, a love for African literature and books, and also to help people to read better uh, and transform our African knowledge economy and grow the African digital creative economy, which is a huge um, space. So we want to put out, our success will be having a firm foot in that space and having a wonderful catalog of books that will delight, entertain, educate, and form our listeners in whatever languages that they want, you know. So we, we, we aim to hit our um, 
a million, impact at least a million readers in the next three or four years. All right. I love that. I love that uh, Pan-African vision that you have uh, for reaching not only the, not only the African uh, readers, but also that means that behind that you are also bringing to the world all these African authors who otherwise we would have, I think, no means to reach out to them. As, uh, as we right. hidden, awesome. hidden, exactly those hidden gems. Vast, exactly, there's a vast space of universe of knowledge, human knowledge, and we Africans' part in that knowledge, you know, has to be there, and so yeah. we want to contribute to that. That space. love it, love yeah. it, and I wish you all the success in that. Thank um, you. We're reaching almost the end of the of this very interesting conversation with you, Emma. And um, let's say we are, we are now in the AFA event, the Angel Fair Africa event, and then uh, you present your project and then there's an, uh, an investor or a bunch of investors who says, okay, we're ready to invest, Emma. We're investing X amount of money in you and uh, please, what, what you gonna do with that money? Can you share oh, with us your- Yes. Um, the first thing we're going to do is to expand our catalog. There's so many writers, so many books to be done. Um, so we want to continue to expand the catalog um, and our platform. Uh, interesting, we've had a lot of feedback that um, readers want to have the ebook as well. And I say, why not? You should be able to get your book in whatever format suits you, print, audio, ebook and so we would like to um, upgrade our platform to support ebooks and um, more flexible ways of getting the book some people want to get the book serialized 10 minutes a day you know and so we want to get this flexible way and convenient way of so we'll, the, the money will go into the platform into the catalog we also need to expand our team we're a very teeny weeny team right now three and part-time narrators so we'd like to um, hire full-time um, staff. Um, that will mostly be marketing and looking at how we can you know, promote audiobook uh, literacy and reading. And then also the sound engineers, we want to build our own studio. We're using commercial studios right now, which makes it a bit expensive. Also, we can't record 24 seven. If we have our own studios, we'll have the freedom flex flexibility to use it to the maximum. And so, yeah. So basically, platform, catalog, um, and team, and marketing, I think. Those are the four key things. All right. Sounds like a great plan to me if I was an investor. Great. Uh, <laughs> well, Emma, thank you so much for your time and for, for joining uh, Entrepreneurs Talk Africa to share about your project, to share about uh, Akubooks and... Uh, what are you planning to do with them? Uh, I wish you all the success in the future for your, for, your, for your company. I wish you all the success for the Angel Fair Africa event. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing to, to speak with you. Uh, thank you, such a pleasure. And it's been a great three weeks with um, the, um, the, you know, on the accelerator program. 
met so many wonderful uh, entrepreneurs doing interesting things. I'm looking forward to meeting them in Mauritius next year and meeting you. I don't know if you're based in Mauritius, but uh, meeting the team and coming to Mauritius for the first time, hopefully meeting some of the Mauritian writers. I know a couple. Um, if I can get to see them, that would be fantastic. So thank you so much um, for this uh, as well. Our pleasure, Emma. For the listeners out there, you've been listening to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. And today we had, the, I had the immense pleasure to host Emma Dadson uh, from Akubooks Audio. Akubooks Audio is one of the one of these targeting to be the largest African audiobook library uh, in the near future. So keep a tab on them. And uh, I would personally keep a tab on them because I think their job that they are doing to bring the African uh, linguistic and cultural and literacy, uh, literary uh, knowledge to the world is just fantastic. So thank you so much for listening to us. Um, catch you up next week. And if you have liked the show or you have any comments to share with us, please reach out to us on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and wherever you listen to us, uh, be it Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to, our, to, to your podcast, reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts. Until next week. Oh, bye-bye. Thank you. And do go to arcobooks.net on Google, Apple Play Store, on the net and get a copy of one of our books. Okay? There you, you go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right.